Hi everybody, this is Lori Weaver. Welcome to Compulsive Overeating Diary, day 174. It's now been five years, can you believe it? Four months and 11 days since I began this experiment where I talk about my thoughts and feelings about compulsive overeating and anything else I got on my mind rather than heading for the chips. And hello again from the podcast rock down at my local park. You know, I really wanted to get a hike in today, but I've just been so busy. And not only that, the outside pollens are just making me sneeze like mad. So I came down here, so in case I really start getting this allergy attacks, I'm closer to home. So I hope I'm not gonna sneeze all over you, but if I do, I will. (laughs) So anyway, um, I just thought I wanted to pop down and give you a quick update and to greet BC's new and old, along with featuring some music from another old friend of ours. Can you guess from the sound who it is? Josh Woodward just put out a new album that you can download for free. Today's dance moment at the end of the show will be one of his new songs too. And today's inspiration for me to ponder, instead of coming from music, came from a comment from our newest BC, BC Jody who wrote this touching comment on day number nine, a show I did about balancing the diet and binge trigger tightrope. Jody writes, Hello, I was feeling desperate, took a mental health day off work and was going to take a drive and listen to a podcast about what I could relate to regarding compulsive eating. So I searched the subject and yours was first on the list. A personal diary, a journal of a woman sounded just like the thing. I really liked the scene. You were just out walking. I was driving. Already I could relate. Many things you said rang a bell in my life. I'm only in the first few from 2014 and I can't wait to get caught up to date. One of them broke my heart when you didn't get any comments and it made you fall off the wagon. I just want you to know that I care and I couldn't wait to get home so I could comment. Your voice is soothing and I feel like I'm talking with an old friend. I accidentally tapped onto one from 2019 and I noticed that you sounded different, like you developed into another version of yourself. I'm sure it's positive and a polished one, so I have many hours of happy, supportive listening to do. I hope you get my message and it makes you feel happy and supported. Thank you for sharing your experiences. I feel that when I face my issues full on, I feel empowered to keep doing better. It's just my pesky fails that keep getting in the way of my progress. I've been at it a while as well. I was the fat kid, yo-yo diet adult, and 57-year-old who has given into the idea of the lifelong commitment of nurturing my condition to wellness instead of looking for a fast cure that doesn't exist. Well, I wrote back, Hi Jody. wow, do I ever feel super happy and supported by your kind comment. Thanks so much for sharing your thoughts and story with me. As you go through the shows, you will discover that we call one another Brave Companions, or BCs for short, as it takes true guts to face and sort through some of the emotional tangles involved with food and body issues. So you are on our virtual bravery report for sharing. Yay! We also have a literal bravery report if you would like to post there and download a PDF to commemorate your courage. Part of my journey over the years has been to become a trained voice actor, probably why I sound more polished. Though it's ironic that much of my training is trying to get back to my natural sound, laughing out loud. I'm very glad you are enjoying the show, and I will greet you as a new BC on day 174. That's today. Hi, Jody. Feel free to jump ahead and listen to that one. It won't ruin the journey for you. 
I'm 60 years old now and happier than I've ever been. I'm not slender, but I'm nowhere near my heaviest, and the weight roller coaster is much smoother for me. I hope to hear more from you as you progress through the shows and hear the stories and comments of past and present BCs. A supportive group. Feel free to comment or share no matter how far back in time, as there are always new people finding the show, and every story makes it richer in knowledge and companionship. Thanks again so very much for reaching out. I appreciate it. XOXOXO. Well, the part of Jody's comment that really triggered my pondering mind was that I now sound like a different person, a positive and polished one, which made me wonder, what does it mean to be authentic and stay authentic? If I sound more polished than I used to, does that mean I'm fake? Or does it just mean that I've gotten used to talking into this recorder and so I don't trip over myself as much or I'm more confident in what I have to say? I don't know. But that's what I want to think about. What does it mean to be authentic? And this whole thing about authenticity is just really, really bugging me or making me think deeply. Because as you know, I've been studying voice acting and acting for, I think, more than four years now. It really has been a while. And a lot of times I do really well and sometimes no matter how hard I try I just keep getting the same comments like don't try so hard be more yourself just trust your instincts and I think to myself well I'm trusting my instincts and it's coming out sounding fake so <laughs> how am I supposed to trust my instincts when my instincts seem to be leading me astray but really what it gets down to is I think in acting and in life the more that you are reacting from your heart and mind in the situation, even if it's the imaginary situation in the voice acting script or the real situation about what's happening in life, the more you're kind of reacting to that, to that trigger of how it's impacting you. And when you're real with that, now I don't think that would be appropriate, like if I'm sad, to go to the grocery store and start crying over the soup I'm buying or something like this, like when I'm super, super sad. But if a good friend says to me, like, well, how are you so going? I think it's okay to say, you know, I'm feeling a little bit sad. So they have a chance to say why and maybe give me some support. Or to even say, not the best, but I really don't feel like talking about it right now. But thanks for asking, you know. Things that make you more authentic. And something kind of miraculous happened for me in one of my voiceover lessons the other day. I've really been working in the animation space. That's like, you know, cartoons you might see on Netflix or on uh, movies, the animated character space, and especially the ones that have kind of funny characters. That's where I really enjoy myself the most. And I've been working pretty hard towards that. But a lot of times what people have said in the past to me as I've studied and worked is that where I belong is kind of that compassionate teaching sort of a sound, you know, the authority figure, the person who, you know, is going to make it all right, say, there, there, there you go, you know, everything's going to be okay, the empathetic type character. And I kind of buy into that because that's sort of how I am in real life. Uh, don't tell anyone, I'm also kind of crabby a lot of times in real life and as we've said many times in real life I have much more of a f-word habit than I do here on the show and it's not that I mean to be that way I just think I kind of let it out 
when I'm here in real life. And so in the acting class, the teacher was asking us to identify what type of character that we think that we could just really nail, you know, without too much work or direction or anything that just was us according to how our voice was, you know, like, what, what could we just nail? And I picked a character that was like I'd already heard, kind of like the kind teacher type, someone who's going to make it okay. And I did this, and the teacher said, well, you know, I totally buy your acting on that one. I totally do, but your voice is a lot more funny. I'm like, really? My natural voice is more funny, more suited to one of the funny characters? Because I had never really heard that before. I kind of hoped for that, but I'd never heard that before. I always thought I had to change my voice if I was going to try to be like, uh, you know, kind of the quirky sidekick type characters. And teacher said, no, give it, give it a try. Do these lines instead. And I just glanced at them and I did it. And it was so easy, BCs. It was so very easy. I felt something I don't think I've ever felt before, ever, when I was trying to act, voice acting or on stage acting or on camera acting. I don't think I've ever felt anything quite like it. I wasn't trying to be any kind of way. I just am that way. I have kind of an off-the-wall sense of humor in my natural life. I'm not that polished kind of person like who would be wearing a nice designer outfit with slicked back hair and selling you fine perfume or high fashion, heaven knows. And even when I was a real teacher, I was always kind of a wacky, off-the-wall kind of a teacher. I never was a super traditional teacher. And even as I host this show, I go back to some, and I think Jody is absolutely right. Some, I'm, my voice is very polished, you know. Welcome to this day of that. You know, like I'm announcing a game show or something. It's not that it's bad, you know. And I'm happy that I can do this kind of announcing type style if I feel like it. That blow is me getting these flies out of my face down by the podcast rock on a hot day. They just love the water that I'm drinking right now. Anyway, back to my, my authentic story. I loved how it felt to be me inside an imaginary world. And I came home and I tried to be me with Mark. <laughs> Not like uh, people pleasing me or I'm mad at you because you didn't do the dishes me, or reactionary me. I just tried that day to be exactly however I was and be super authentic all the rest of the day. And it was so cool. It was kind of bizarre. It's kind of like uh, uncovering yourself, right? Not, not with your clothes, but uncovering yourself. And speaking of that, I'm putting myself on the bravery report because my voice acting friend and I did a really brave thing. We went to our first on-camera commercial audition class. That's where you learn what it's like to go out for commercials like you'd see on TV or on YouTube or wherever else, you know, where they're actually filmed people. Not just your voice, but your body. 
and they take pictures of you, your entire body, like you have to take your glasses off, they ask you do you wear contacts, can you do it without glasses, then they take a shot of your entire body so they can kind of get a feel for your look, because a lot of things in on-camera world is a lot about your look. And we have to review that then in the class to see how we did, right, with our acting and with our slating and how we did. And I was kind of scared. I'm like, oh, man, I don't know how I'm going to like having to watch video of myself, you know, especially the full body kind of thing. And I thought, this is going to be stressful. But what the heck? It's something new. Might be fun. And uh, I'll give it a go. So we went, and I had the time of my life. And when I saw myself on the camera, I didn't look thin. I certainly did not look young. I looked like me. <laughs> and I was really happy because I thought I looked good. I told my friend, you know what? I am going to be the world's first plus-size senior citizen wacky model because I thought I looked fantastic on that. And it's not that I had the perfect body, but I felt that my facial expression, the way that I delivered the lines, and how I looked was fine, was fantastic. I felt proud of myself. It looked like me, and I could for once in my life deal with the fact that I was looking at myself as I was with, I guess, a five to ten pounds added because the camera really does make you look even fatter than you are, but so what? <laughs> I think that's the, the upside of being as heavy as I am, that five or ten pounds of me is like, eh, eh, that could be the difference between one weekend in Vegas or not for me. <laughs> I can go up five or ten pretty easy. And I go down that much too, because that's kind of how my body rolls. And I really was surprised that it didn't bother me more. I thought, well, maybe you're just being all delusional on yourself. You know, you really do care. You must have been sucking in, but I wasn't. I was just having an experience in life to try something out, and I kind of felt like, what the heck? You know, I am what I am, and it's not going to be a surprise to anybody in this room what I look like, because they all have seen me walk in the door. The only one who might be surprised is me, because I don't spend a great deal of time... Um, taping myself full body and reviewing that tape to see what that looks like. So I'm pretty much the only one surprised. And like I told you, I was happily surprised. And I think that's part of learning to be comfortable in your skin. How many times have you heard that? Be comfortable in your skin. Well, for you and me, if we've had body issues all of our lives, it's hard to be comfortable because we've been taught or we tell ourselves over and over again that our skin isn't good enough as it is that we you know have to lose some weight or wear undergarments that hold everything together or wear dark colors to minimize our curves below and heavens don't use you know horizontal stripes or <laughs> what other the rules are and I sure as heck shouldn't be wearing half of what I wear because I'm over 40 <laughs> according to the fashion magazine but I wear what I like. I wear what feels comfortable. I don't mind trying new things anymore. And I think I'm coming to terms with my voice. I'm really, really pleased 
that my animation coach thought that I have a quirky voice because those are the characters I love to play. And to find out that I'm naturally suited to these quirky characters was fantastic for me. It's like, you're kidding. You reached into my secret heart of hearts and just pulled out my wish and said, boom, there you go, gal. Go for it. Go for the thing you really love. Screw all that stuff you don't really love anyway. Let that go and go after this part, what you love. And I wonder if that's what keeps us sometimes from letting ourselves be authentic, BCs. I wonder if we're scared that if someone sees us, like really sees us for who we are, they're going to be horrified or then we're going to find out for sure we're not suited to what we really hope for or... You know, so, so much of the time we go around feeling like we're fake and frauds and have to put up such a nice, pleasing front for people in order to be liked and appreciated that I think it's very, very surprising if we let our guard down and good things happen. I think we're not expecting that. Well, I shouldn't say we. I'll say me. I'm not expecting that. <laughs> thinking if I let my guard down, uh-oh, you're all going to find out the, the real truth about what makes this lady tick and run horrified for the hills. But that's not been the case yet. At least not for everybody. Some of you are still out there. And as far as my friends go in life, I've certainly let my hair down a lot more than I used to in the last couple of years, especially since my mom died, because that just kind of like carve the emotional legs out from under me that did that was really really hard to get over and I would say maybe it's only been the last six months that I've kind of come to terms with the fact that I am a lady whose parents are no longer on this earth and it's okay that it's the circle of life and I'm in this part of life where I am me and my younger relatives look to me as the older generation, and I'm next on that roller coaster to eternity. <laughs> and it's okay. I'm kind of come to terms with that. And part of coming to terms with that, I think, is what's helping me feel better in my own skin. So, Jody, if you did jump ahead and you're listening to this show, I hope that even if parts of what I am sound polished, that you're still going to hear that kernel of good friend that you were attracted to in the beginning. Because however much I study or whatever I do, know that it's true that I do care. And none of that is fake. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. I always do care. I always hope that this is doing somebody somewhere as much good as it's doing for me. So thanks again, Jody, for bringing up this wonderful topic for me to ponder here today. And for the rest, UBCs, here's a big smooch because I love you. And another really cool thing happened this week. Uh, Since my voice acting journey is so meaningful for me and a big part of my life, I really appreciated this kind comment from BC Kelly, who posted on day 173. She says, Love your demo, Lori. You've got talent. And Kelly, I truly appreciate all of the ways that you support the show and me. And I want you to know that your kind comments super made my day and was a bright spot in my week. XO, XO, XO. 
because sometimes authentically I worry that my focus on my acting journey, which is the big part of my life, and away from my eating perils, which was a big part of this show, is boring the piss out of all of you. And it might be. But since I was brave enough to stick my animation demo out there, I was very, very happy, Kelly, that you took the time to tell me that yes, thumbs up from you. So I really do appreciate it. And finally, before we get our dance moment, I want to let you know that BC Dave reached out to me to tell me that it was okay to share the letter that I alluded to last show. And uh, this is what he has to say. Hi, Lori. I hope you're busy on exciting adventures, progressing toward your life goals. We started seeing an emotional eating coach. The best things I have received from our visits are giving yourself permission to be overweight, giving yourself permission to not diet, giving yourself permission to eat what you want. The goal being to break the emotional attachment to food and eating. We think less about being judged. Both Kathleen and I are feeling less anxiety about our bodies and struggles. We are both more gentle, kind, and loving to ourselves. In case anybody is interested, it's called Blissfully Healthy Women's Wellness Center. And I'm going to put the link in today's show notes on day 174. Dave goes on to say, Coach Emmy Perez, E-M-M-I-E-P-E-R-E-Z, has some informative YouTube videos and does video calls for those that are not local to her. So thanks, Dave and Kathleen, for sharing. And please let us know how it's going, because I think that's really great to find an emotional eating coach to help support you into readjusting your relationship with food. Because a lot of people do find life success that way. And some people even find weight success that way. But I know that's not your focus at the moment, just like it's not my focus at the moment. But I do feel in my heart that it will help you have a happier life and let you go after that disc golf and other cool goals that you have that have nothing to do with what you weigh. And as we close out the show, today's dancing moment comes from our old friend Josh Woodward. He just released a new album called The Shade From Our Trees and the song I decided to feature, besides having a fun jazzy beat that is great for dancing, really made me think and gave me many aha moments about control and wanting praise and what it's like to be on your own. But it's called With No Goodbye. And on the show notes for day 174, I posted the lyrics and a link to Josh's website where you can download his new album for absolute free or buy every last one of his songs that he's ever written for 40 bucks. What a deal. By the way, I have no affiliation with Josh, receive no financial or other support from him, but I will never, ever, ever, ever forget his kindness in giving me permission to use I'm Letting Go for free for my musical theme and inspiration when the show first began. So everybody, enjoy your dance moment with Josh and take care because I really, 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 authentically, really, 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 really care. The spotlight was burning like a flame. I was a body and a name, and all the rest was gone. Trapped like a hermit in a cage, I left the others 
Now see the world turns without 